I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part, for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. With all of the questions and none of the answers, my guest today, none other than the host of Triple M Breakfast in Brisbane, hello to Nick Cody. G'day. How are you, mate? How are you? Pretty good. Um, are you, you, I mean, traditionally, you've lived in Melbourne? Yes. Um, and I, uh, I've decided to go for Queenslander, applied for a pass, and I'm up here. Great. Um, why? I'm up in hotel quarantine. Why did I choose Queensland over Melbourne at this point in time? Yeah. Um, wow. I'll try and limit it to, to 500 responses. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. They, uh, I'm, I'm currently sitting in hotel quarantine. I've got yep. about 10 days to go. I'm with my family. We've got connecting rooms, so my wife and son are in the other room while I'm, while I'm doing this. Um, how and are yeah, you just looking forward to getting out? How are you dealing with the down? I mean, it's I mean, everyone in Melbourne's in isolation now, so it you know it feels. But how are you dealing with being in such close quarters? What are you What are you doing to pass the time? Well, I think we were in Melbourne. We were just doing the same thing anyway. Yeah. So it was like a bit of, a bit of practice for here. Yeah. At least the weather <laughs> out the window is nicer. So yeah. it's quite a step up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, it's actually been fine. The the worst bit is is that having a toddler, like an almost two year old, my son Charlie running around, really does slow time down. Mm. You know, some people go, "Where's the year gone?" Well, chuck a toddler in there, and it's the same <laughs> sort of. It does that time warp like a um, like if you're doing a plank. We go, <laughs> "How long is this fucking two minutes?" <laughs> Yes. That's, you um, hear the ABC nursery rhyme CD 55 times. You go, surely there's three days left and it's only 10am on day two. And you go, this will never end. 
Yeah. I'm not sure if too many nursery rhyme questions will come up today. How are you with quizzes generally? Do you do the weekend quiz? Do you Yeah, don't um, mind a quiz. Don't don't do the weekend quiz though. My wife is a, a big fan of the weekend quiz, so yep. occasionally I have to answer a question from it. Yeah, <laughs> from across the room. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, similar to at home, you have assistants today. We have a brains trust here, and I'd like you to meet them. First of all, one of Australia's most experienced political commentators, uh, freelance these days, actually. It's a big hello to Thomas Oakley OA. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. It's a real honour to be here. And can I say, I don't normally uh, pursue the trivial pursuits of, of quizzes and podcasts, but I think retirement has shown that one can have a little bit of fun so long as it's not on the dollar of the parliament, as we saw when when our prime minister went on that short sojourn to Hawaii. Yes, I mean, it's such a long career that you've had in, um, in Australian political commentary. How's retirement um, playing for you? Are you enjoying the time that you have now, uh, you know, to spend more time on, on things like quizzes? Absolutely. I mean, it's not the hurly-burly of Parliament House. I have a small office in the Parliament House and and one does find themselves to be friends with some of the politicians. Uh, now, mm. I have never crossed the line to the nicknames and other such playful terms that the politicians throw around. He'll always be Anthony Albanese to me, not Albo. But mm. certainly the rush and the... Uh, excitement of Parliament House is missing in my day-to-day life, but there is a certain joy I find in reading books and studying history that I haven't been able to enjoy in that fast-paced environment of Parliament House. The media landscape's really changed, hasn't it? These days we've got so many buzzfeeds and, you know, those little, like, pop-up quizzes that pass as news. We first saw it in 2007. Kevin 07 was the term, but we all knew it was not about the year 2007, but rather the future of politics. We saw now the highest office engaging in things like selfies and tweets. And I knew in that moment that politics had changed forever. Did I know that my role would change and shift? That I would go from working at Channel 10 to occasionally freelancing at the Saturday paper? Maybe not then, but I did know that tides of change were upon us. Oh, sorry, I thought you might sign off at the end of that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, do you want to say your name and where you are? I never imagined seeing a political correspondent... uh, as great as yourself, sir, wearing a headset for a Twitch streamer. But here we yeah. are. <laughs> Not only am I wearing the headset of a t- Twitch streamer, but ra- also a merchandise from Disneyland Jumper. This jumper I bought on a small trip to Disneyland with the family. I went there with my wife, two children, adult children and grandchildren, and discovered the joys of the idealistic All right, well, we'll see if Disneyland comes up in the quiz uh, at some point later, but it it will be good to hear from the rest of the Brains Trust. Um, So it is a big hello to um, one of New South Wales' top dog breeders, Elise Sanderson. Yeah, hello, Kyron. How are you, sweetheart? Yeah, this is more my vibe. Thanks. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, oh, Nick, hello, darling. I've seen your bit about um, uh, Steffi's and that. Yeah. You, 
You love a Staffy, don't you? Love a bloody Staffy. You breed a few yeah, there? Yeah, well, I've got, I got, got a Staffy. I'm, I'm breeding that Staffy with whoever will kind of waft past it. Yeah. yeah, beautiful. Really? Is that is that your approach to breeding? Yeah, Staffy cross everything. <laughs> yeah, I love them. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. It's a bogan dog. It is. And I'm, I'm proud of it. How many cars without tyres do you have? <laughs> 17. Sick. Good collection. Yeah, we've got, we got, we got 12 out the front and then five out the back. Well, the maths adds up. My husband Derek's working on them all the time. Yeah. They're not going anywhere. I don't mm. think they'll ever run again. But yeah. he's, he, he tinkers, you know. You've got to yeah. keep tinkering. That's the yeah. thing. All these people in lockdown, they're all like, oh, what are we going to do? What are... Just tinker. Just have a good bloody tinker for six weeks. You'll be shocked how fast the time will go. And that's kind, of, that's kind of what you do as a dog breeder, isn't it? You sort of tinker with genetics. Yeah, genitals. I tinker with the genitals <laughs> and I make sure I'll get them in there. Um. And, uh, yeah, genetic, oh, you like the breeds and that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what I do as well. Staffy yeah. cross Jack Russell. Uh, we got a Staffy cross. What do you call that? What's a uh, Staffy, what's that, a, a Staffy cross Jack Russell? Well, that's, what's a, that's a stocky little thing, that is. Yep. Yeah. That'll outrun anything, you know. You get you get your Staffy, Staffy cross <laughs> Labrador. And is that the goal, how fast they run? Uh, well, you know, we're breeding them, we're breeding them for, for speed, agility. <laughs> We're breeding them for, for, you know, all these people in the city and whatnot. They want their sort of rescue. They want to sort of look like they've done a good thing. So we breed them for sort of terrible attitude and sort of obnoxious Perfect. personality. Yeah. And then when they got – then we, we give them the little, um you know, the jacket they can wear down the dog park that says, oh, I'm a rescue dog and I need some distance. And then all those mm. – then people down the city can feel good about themselves. I haven't heard that before. So, so you, we breed them a bit fast. You breed them <laughs> – Breed them specifically for the pound. Well, that's what I mean. That's, it all comes around, doesn't it? Oh, it's the biggest market the pan, these days. Like if isn't you're it? untrainable in that, yeah. then you, you, you get these do gooders, bloody damn there, bloody, oh, this one's a smoocher. Oh, I love him. He'll take your fucking hand off if you turn your back on him. But here he is. I've done a good thing, saved him, and all that. So, you know, I'm helping him. Yeah, Can great. I just quick question? How much signed sports memorabilia do you have in your kitchen? <laughs> just the kitchen alone, you reckon? Is yeah. that what you mean? Like a Danny Green glove next to the spice rack? I would, yeah. yeah. Well, well that, that's, that is interesting. That, have you been to my house, Nick? It's <laughs> oh. interesting, you know, the specificity the version of, of that yeah. <laughs> yeah, Um. To be honest, in the kitchen, I try to keep any sort of kitchen-directed um, memorabilia in the kitchen. So okay. it's, it's real niche, yeah. but I do, um, I, I do have uh, one of um, – Oh, Menzies, Steve Menzies, bloody um, fork that we nicked from a gala dinner that we went to there for the, oh, nice. for the French Bulldog Association. Yeah. yeah oh, wow. fancy. And, Elise, are there any other um, expert topics aside from dogs, perhaps tinkering with cars, that if they were to pop up in the quiz today, you'd have a bit of extra knowledge on to assist with Nick? You know, you know what? I actually don't know much about the tinkering of the cars oh. um, because that's my, that's Derek's. That's Derek's That's area, Derek. yep. to be honest. And you know what? You need a good marriage's boundaries. And he has that out there with the tinkering of the cars. And so boundaries is my other one. So if anything sort of comes up around, you know, emotional boundaries or sort of um, interpersonal relationships and um, yep. the need for both vulnerability and a sense of strong self-worth, then that's me. <laughs> I'm, I've got it. Wow. That's it. Great. And also a border collie mix. <laughs> Christ, I'm onto that. <laughs> Right, how do you feel, Nick? Do you feel like you got the support you need to um, launch headfirst into this quiz today? Exactly. Yeah, perfect. 
All right. If I could have picked any two people in Australia, it'd be yep. these two. Well, let's what see if team. they can assist you here with question number one. The Norse goddess Freya travelled in a chariot pulled by what? The Norse... Huskies. Huskies, was it? <laughs> well, they're the best pulling dog. Sorry, am I supposed to come in with an answer just yet? Or do yeah. I apologise, Nick? No, feel free to help out at yeah, any time. All advice welcome. Uh, do well, you... that's your best pulling dog. That's your best pulling dog, Nick. You're not going to get a fucking pug getting you over the line with a bloody sled, are you? No. Good dog for Australia. I love when I see a husky getting around here. Yeah. I think that owner cares about you a lot. Do you breed huskies, Elise? Yeah, like I said, anything that'll go with the staffy. Thomas, can I call you Thomas? You can call me Thomas. You can call me Thomas Oakley. My name is not important. I see myself as merely an observer. <laughs> okay, Thomas, um, have you uh, studied um, Norse gods at all? Have they have they come up in your in your work? Maybe back at university days. Now I don't know a lot about the gods or the ancient uh, the ancient folklore of yore. What I do know is the ideas and ideals that they pertain to, something of Sisyphean tasks. When one looks at the challenges of Julia Gillard as she tried to pass things through a parliament that was against her, a world that was not ready for her, that was very Sisyphean indeed. I understand Mm. the idea of a man flying too close to the sun. When we see Kevin Rudd trying so hard to please all, but never quite able to juggle those many concepts. Yeah, these are all Greek gods. All of those things. Yes, I'm sorry. I can't actually (laughs) stop midway through a sentence. (laughs) I have to end the entire sentence. Okay, it appears he's, he's, he's finished there. They're, they are Greek gods. What about the Norse gods uh, and the Norse goddess Freya? Now, I know nothing about the Norse goddess of Freya, but I do know about the idea of a hammer so heavy that one cannot lift it. Oh, Jesus. That is the burden of coronavirus on any politician in this time. One has visions what they would do stepping into the parliament. You need only look at their memoirs and biographies But then one sees as they step in this national disaster, the bushfires, the coronavirus. That is the hammer that only a god can pick up, yet mere mortals attempt. Great. Uh, There you go, Nick. So two offers for you there, Huskies and a short Australian political history. Yep. Um, Or you could go your own way with the Norse goddess Freya travelled in a chariot pulled by what? Well, just because I understood what the Huskies chat was about. I'm going to go with Huskies. Okay. We'll lock in Huskies. Question number two. <laughs> Who did the All Blacks defeat to finish third in the 2019 Rugby World Cup? Do you follow rugby? Nick, you've gone to the AFL hub there in Queensland, but is rugby... Yeah, on- but Union, Union gets uh, brought up a little bit. Who did they... It'd have to be... There's like France, New Zealand, South Africa, Australia, England... England. Who did New Zealand beat to get third? To finish third, yeah. To finish third. Well, while you're having a think, let's drop in with Thomas Oakley and see if he reads the, reads the sports pages. I will say this about Thomas Oakley. He's got to be a union man. There's no way Oakley has ever watched a game of league. <laughs> Listen, the only sport comp- competition that interests me is the Parliament House. When I see during question time the players or as you may know them, politicians engaging in something much like the student politics they grew up in. 
I see something very similar to rugby. Now, who did the New Zealand team beat? I can't say. What I can say is that Jacinta Ardern would have been there supporting them, playing the typical citizen or proletariat. Maybe France. I'm going to guess France. <laughs> okay. So France from Thomas Oakley there. Uh, as a New South Wales local, I'm sure that rugby league is a huge part of your life, Felice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sad day when that was all sort of shifted out of here, New South Wales. That's what we live for, you know. Mm. But, um, look, um, Union, look, I'll give it a bloody, I'll give it a bloody stab. I don't mind Thomas's answer here with France. They make a good, they make a good bulldog. Unfortunately, with the French bulldog, many people um, don't know this. You do have to wipe their anus. They don't actually have an anal sphincter. It will not snap off. A, fe- a fecal deposit. So mm. you do need to wipe them with a little sort of tissue or a wet one or what have you. So um, Similar with a lot of rugby league players, actually. <laughs> yeah, there is. You know, I don't want to say nothing about, you know, my rugby league sweethearts, but there is quite a bit of sort of feces leaking out all over that league mm. um, at the moment. Rugby league sweethearts. Were you in a relationship with some rugby league players? Yeah, that, that, all, all right, all right, that'll do. Um Look, you know, it was in the past, and uh, oh, we're not accusing you of anything. We, we don't. I don't talk about it anymore. Derek doesn't like me talking about it anymore. Yeah, no. Well, maybe, maybe it was a good time. It was. It was. Look, it was. A, it was a bloody good time, Kyron. But mm. he's not. He's easy within earshot, all right? Okay. I'm gonna get myself all flustered talking about it. Uh. It, it, it. Steve Menzies. It wasn't just. Look. No, I've said too much. My point is the French. I reckon they beat the French. Okay. Because um, yeah, they don't have an arsehole. <laughs> well, for two very different reasons, but they've both suggested so France. France. Yeah. So, uh, I'm, I'm going to lock France in. I remember New Zealand at that time were so confident that they were going to make the final that the TV broadcaster hadn't actually purchased the rights to the third-place game. Oh. So when they lost in the semi-final, it was a mad dash to actually get it on TV. <laughs> wow. Question number three here. Um, who is set to play Catwoman in the upcoming film The Batman? Who is set to play Catwoman in the next Batman movie? Uh, Thomas Oakley, do you get down to see much more than the occasional documentary? Like the Ides of March, is that what you're referring to? That was a fantastic film I saw about five mm. years ago, the last time I went to the cinema. <laughs> yes, well, it's a very popular movie from a while back, isn't it? Yes. Now, that movie showed the joy and the fun, certainly, of a pol- politician's life, something we don't think of often. But let me tell you, the one thing I can say about Catwoman is that is a difficult role to play. Much like Penny Wong in the Senate, one has to step into that role with acumen, with presence and with passion. But one also Mm. needs to understand that they are not the Prime Minister. To play within this Parliament House is a different game to the media landscape. I'm going to say Zoe Kravitz. I reckon it's Zoe Kravitz. <laughs> Zoe Kravitz. Yeah. From yeah. 
Thomas, I imagine when you go to the movies, it's never in a theatre that has more than maybe 30 seats in it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. never a, They're all spread out as well, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, you're not seeing a blockbuster. My local cinema has, has a wine glass with three different lines on it. I get to choose <laughs> the amount of wine in my glass and they've humorously titled it things like feature length, short film, <laughs> that sort of thing to indicate yeah. the amount of wine I get poured. I get the largest amount of wine because I am an alcoholic. <laughs> Elise Sanderson, uh, the comic books uh, make their way into your life at all or perhaps the movies uh, that, that come from them? No, I've got no bloody time for it, sort of, that sort of thing. I mean, Footrot Flats was quite good, actually. <laughs> that wasn't bad there with um, Snoopy, actually. Snoopy was Love a dog. actually also very good. Strong connection there, relationships, you know, relationships and dogs, and that's what I'm about. I don't care for this bloody Catwoman bullshit, though. I'm a, I'm a dog person through and through. I'll fucking cut a bitch to fucking says, oh, I'm the fucking shit. Get out of the house with dogs or cats. It's not even a fucking competition. I'm sick of this Christ, this BuzzFeed bullshit. Are you a fucking cat or a fucking dog person? Get out of me face, you dumb cat. All right, Nick. Well, there's um, there's that or Zoe Kravitz as the two options available to you or you could go your own way as well. Well, uh, what do you reckon? One of the things I have to do for the uh, breakfast radio job is unfortunately read far more news than I'd like to read from all different sources. And I did see that there was Zoe Kravitz name, but I thought that was for a – was that for a series? Is this for a movie or a series? This is the upcoming film The Batman. You know what? They can't go Anne Hathaway again. They can't steal her from the other one. I, I will lock in Zoe Kravitz. Locking in Zoe Kravitz. Question number four. Is this? I'm so sorry. Are we? Is this for a human being playing and sort of dressing up in that in a cat? Yeah, yeah. Like oh, in- I do apologise. I hear cat and I'm triggered. Um, that uh, yeah. No, Zoe Kravitz is a good one. So just yeah, just yeah. just hearing the word cat sort of sets you oh, off. Don't say it again. Come on. What's the question for? Do you like the musicals of Angeloid Webber? I know where you're going. <laughs> know where you're going with it. Question number four. Hope it's not what AFL team is based in Geelong. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. Question number four. Recep. Stay in Geelong. That's what I say. Stay down there, you bloody ass. Recep Tayyip Erdogan is president of which country? This was absolutely in your wheelhouse, Thomas Oakley. Did you ever spend much time in uh, international affairs at the, the international desk at the newspaper? Oh, absolutely. One has to be very conscious of what is happening overseas. When you're a mid-power like Australia, you have to keep your enemies close, but your allies even closer. Hmm. One only has to look at John Howard and the way he reacted, not just as an ally, but as a friend to George W. Bush during the early 2000s. This is the nature of a mid-level power. You can see Jacinda Ardern in her small corner of the world can say things that do not affect her or the rest of the world. Australia does not have that privilege. So any tips, mate? Or? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> but leader, you said there, I know the answer to, I know who they are the leader of. 
It's that sort of knowledge that got me through 25 years of being a political commentator. That sort of knowledge that one has to bring up in an instant yeah. as world news can move fast. It's just that it's just that for Catwoman you sort of you you had Zoe Kravitz almost yeah. immediately to hand. Yeah. Yes. And that was quite a coincidence that Zoe Kravitz was there in my mind because I know the answer to that question. It's a political question, one that directly goes with my expertise and profession. And that's why I can tell you with confidence, I know who that person is and I know what country they are the leader of. Let's see if uh, Elise possesses the same knowledge. Hold on, that sounded like a one-way conversation at an Edinburgh fringe bar at 4am. Like a lot of words have been said, but we never really got anywhere. <laughs> yes, words are said because words are the most important thing, the most important tool in a politician's toolbox. When one throws words, that is them avoiding the throwing of bombs. I don't know. Fair enough, uh, Elise. Um, I don't know who that is. I, I'm not sure. You've you you know you know you know a lot of international affair because there's the French bulldog and the English bulldog. Yes, and, yep. American pit bulls. Yep. yep. Exactly. American pit bulls. Yep. Yep. Using that international affairs knowledge that you have, do you happen to know which country the president Erdogan is is uh, representing? Equatorial Guinea, I believe. Equatorial. <laughs> Equatorial Guinea. Okay, well, you know, you've got um, you got two options there, Nick. Equatorial. Well, I can chuck Guinea. my own one in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Is that all right? Yeah, yeah, you could chuck your own one in, and then um, we can confirm with Thomas Oakley, who knows the answer. <laughs> Erdogan, I, be- I believe, is Turkey. Yeah. Yes. Who can forget his valiant speech <laughs> oh, should have said that on at Anzac the start. <laughs> Day when he stepped up and talked not of nations divided, but of young men. Uh, oh. President Erdogan. <laughs> Great. Um, all right, well, we'll lock in Turkey. Question number five. It's a maths <laughs> question here. Anyone place maths as their strong suit? Yes, I know heaps about maths. <laughs> Great. <laughs> well, let's see, if you, let's yeah. see if you get this right then. What is the square root of 121? 11. 11 11s are 121? Yep. Yeah, I think that's I think that's exactly right because I I bred my staffy with eleven uh, different um, bitches and <laughs> and then they all had eleven puppies each. Busy fucking year, and then um, we had one hundred and twenty-one puppies. Oh wow! So that is quite the coincidence, isn't it? That's how maths works, boys. Don't be so surprised. What breeds were the eleven bitches? We had your Staffy Cross Malamute, you had your Staffy, Staffy Cross Foxy Terrier, you had your Staffy Cross Border Collie, you had your Staffy Cross Collie, that's like a massive dog, you had your Staffy Cross Beagle, you had your Staffy Cross Pug, you had your Staffy Cross... Sorry, there's a glitch in the thing. We had your Staffy Cross Shih Tzu, we had your Staffy Cross Bichon Trees, the Staffy Cross Pomeranian, we got a Staffy Cross Blue Cattle Dog, and then just a Staffy Mix. We threw a whole lot of them in there. Wow. Bull Arab and a Schnauzer. That's... Got them all in there. Mixed up the juice, shoved it up in it. <laughs> oh. Question number six. Well, that's what you've got to do sometimes, you know. That's what, Is it? That's the, that's the ones we're throwing to the pan so all the rescuers can come here and go, oh, look at me, damn a good thing here. I've got a rescue dog. Terrible temperament. <laughs> you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> I can't imagine what your laundry looks like. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't own a towel that hasn't got piss on it at this point, Mick. <laughs> it's just, I'm just mopping 24 hours a day. Unbelievable. You, Qu- wouldn't, you wouldn't read about it. Question number six. Basant Panchami is a Hindu festival celebrating the onset of which season? Basant Panchami is a Hindu festival celebrating the onset of which season? I want to say spring because spring just seems like all around the world, that's a nice one. It seems like celebrating the arrival of uh, summer in that mm. part of the world. It's like, fuck, you're not going to, it's going to get fucking hot. Nobody wants yeah. to celebrate that. Winter's yeah. a bit shit and no one cares about autumn. So I'm going to lock in <laughs> spring. Going for spring there. Thomas, do you get wistful about any particular season? Here we go. Now the season of Parliament sitting, I don't know if I would describe it as a season, but that was always the most exciting time in Parliament House. I noticed there was some talk of dogs earlier in this podcast, and I have to say, what better metaphor could we find than the different breeds of dog? We had the poodle that was Christopher Pine, the bulldog of Tony Abbott yapping at the parliamentary thing. Oh, no. Fill in yeah. the rest, <laughs> Thomas Oakley. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> you get the drift. Yes, you get the picture. <laughs> and I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Firmly in retirement, there, Thomas Oakley. Oh, <laughs> um, they didn't even give me severance pay. They just said it's all TikTok now. It's all TikTok and Twits. You don't have to come back on Monday, they said. I I said, Angela's still here. You still got Angela. Oh, my. Surely IMDB has made her redundant. They said, just get out. You're clearly drunk. At least one of the great things about our multicultural (laughs) society is celebrating all the different festivals from different communities, isn't it? So I'm sure that Basant Panchami, the Hindu festival, is is something that uh, you've celebrated before? Me? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Basant Panchami is, um, I think you'll find that that is... Basant Panchami. Yeah. One more time, what? <laughs> Basant Panchami. Yes, yes. I'm glad you clarified that because I was going to talk about some other festival that <laughs> celebrates the solstice. But no, that's, that's season, that's breeding season. Mm, that's right. the season that celebrates. And is that spring for dogs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you'd know. Um, Did you just step on a puppy then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're everywhere. <laughs> They're every- I could have. Um, we got some chihuahuas through this week, and now you, you, you fucking blink and you miss them. They're so small. Oh. Anyway, yeah, breeding season. 
Otherwise, you're winter solstice. Okay, so um, you've said you've said spring. You don't nothing there has convinced you. Otherwise, Nick, you want to stay with yeah, spring? I'll, I'll lock in spring. Spring it is. Question number seven. What is the name of Dora the Explorer's monkey companion? How do you feel about oh. monkeys, Elise? Are they in a cat category or a dog category? No, you know I don't. I, like, I quite like a monkey. Don't say cat. I, I like a monkey Sorry. because they're a smart animal, like a dog. I tried to breed a monkey in the Staffy once. That wasn't good. What do you end up with? I don't think they're supposed to go together. That's nature's nature said no, and I didn't listen. And mm. then, and then I saw that. I thought, "Yep, you got it, don't you? You're done, done all right there." Anyway, um, here we go. I think it's it's boots or it's Diego, but I think it's boots. I'm not sure if I'm going to regret this question, uh, Thomas Oakley. But you ever come across any monkeys in Canberra? They're all monkeys. Every goddamn one of them. They're all idiots. Every one of them, they go into the parliament, they go, oh, Tommy this, Tommy that, You're not, they're no friend of mine. Where were they when Channel 10 let me go? Where was any single one of them? Was there a phone call from Albo? No, there wasn't. There wasn't anything. And now you're asking questions about en- about entertainment. He's reverted to nicknames. This is yeah, bad. I know. It's- <laughs> Let me t- I'll tell you what I think about you, you, Kieran, and all your silly questions. If you wanted Angela Bishop, you should have just asked for her. I don't know anything about this stuff. I'm done. <laughs> I think we know where that's going. So, uh, Nick, you've got a small child. Dora the Explorer been brought into the mix yet? No, it's still um, in our hippie-ish household, uh, still too young for a screen. But I, uh, yeah. I know it's not far off. And uh, sorry, dog breeder, I've forgotten your name. Elise. Oh, that's bloody nice. Elise, I'm sorry. Sorry, Elise. You've got how large is the flat screen in your lounge room that you play Dora <laughs> on for the kids? I'm thinking a 65. Minimum. We don't. We got a projector. We get it up there on a projector. Right. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. Perfect. Yeah. We can't. You can't have. You can't have the televisions. You can't have any glass around the puppies. You know. Oh, they of course. Get, they get all. In. Yeah, yeah. They're expensive. I didn't realise that crossbreeding staffies specifically for the pound would be so lucrative. Oh look. You know. I don't want to talk about my secrets, but but you know, you sell them, you take them back, you resell them. That's twice the price. <laughs> um. You want to breed them just shit enough. So people cannot bear the bastards around. So you sell them and then you get them back, you ride them up on gum tree, sell them again. Flipping dogs, wow. Essentially we are flipping dogs, yeah. Just put a shiny collar on it and everyone, everyone they're all, they get their yeah. fingers in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, good one. So the options available to you, Nick, are Boots, Diego or some microaggression towards Angela Bishop? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with Boots. Boots? I'll lock Have- Boots in. Happy to lock in boots. Question number eight. Yo-Yo Ma is a virtuoso of which instrument? Yo-Yo Ma. Perhaps this is more in your wheelhouse, Thomas, you know, as entertainment goes. Yes, no, that's a great question. And I want to apologise for my outburst earlier, both for my outburst now and at the Channel 10 Christmas party 2018. (laughs) Uh, It can be a frustrating work mine, you know. They're only paying me a cent per word at the Saturday paper and I am struggling to make ends meet on my seven properties. 
<laughs> I did see a little note about that in the conf, in the Melbourne Confidential in the in the Herald Sun about that party. Yes, no, absolutely. It was an embarrassing moment for me and a similar outburst. Yeah. Uh, something about questions relating to Dora the Explorer set me off. Yeah. It's a strange quirk of my personality, but no stranger than the rumours swirling around Malcolm Turnbull and his behaviour as a young man. Those rumours are dangerous. <laughs> they are scary, but one has to put them aside and look at the job that is being done. Turnbull, I reckon, would probably like Yo-Yo Ma. Is Yo-Yo Ma, um, do you put Yo-Yo Ma on to relax, Thomas? Now, absolutely. I love to listen to music. And it's interesting you mentioned Turnbull there. That was always his issue, wasn't it? Much like some of the politicians of yore, he tried to don the scarf of the rugby team. But one always knew that was a man who listened to the cello. One who'd never quite understood the common person's problems. I'm going to go cello, but it really is a guess. I have to admit, I drank one of the feature-length wines before I started. There you go, Nick. Cello is pretty yeah, much if, the only thing. I've... If you were getting a cent per word for this, you would have eclipsed Joe Rogan's Spotify <laughs> deal. <laughs> Fuck me, you can talk. Uh, I believe it's a violin. Violin? <laughs> I think. Lock in violin. <laughs> Question number nine. James Warburton is the chief executive of which media company? Have you ever worked for James Warburton, Thomas? James Warburton was never in my uh, mm. circles. Um, I don't know. Let's go with... Oh, 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 Any, just pick it. Any media company. Just say a media like company. Let's go nine. I don't know. <laughs> Do you watch the news, Elise? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I, I watch all those newses. I watch them all. I line them up. I watch them all. Got to stay on top of things. Yep. So what do you got? Five, uh, ten, channel 10, first at five? First at four, channel 10. Then you go six o'clock, you got eight, <laughs> no, no, no. You got seven. Yep. You got nine. They're at the same time. What you want to do is when the ads come on for one, you flip over to the other. Often you hear the same story twice. Yeah. Sometimes there's a bit more spin about it, and that's usually Channel 9. And then you go over 7 p.m., you see ABC, that's good, and then you get over uh, 7.30 report, but also 6.30, you can double it up and get the project. Well, that's nice. You carry Brickmore there and what she's doing with the beanies. That's a good thing. And then you get – sometimes you get sort of deep, deep into it later on with a sort of late line or maybe a watch or whatever, what have you there, Q&A, that's sometimes topical. Um, I watch it all. And uh, James Warburton is the chief executive of which media company? He's, he's, he's Pooch Press Limited, isn't he? Poo- he does the he might be, yeah. dog magazines. Pooch Press Limited. Oh, no. You know who we – you know he's the bloody – he's the one that does the newspapers, what we, we line the dog's cage with. Yeah, I think he's, he's News Corp, isn't he? News Corp. Okay, well, you've got three options there. You've got Nine, News Corp and Pooch Press Limited. Wow. Elise, how many of your neighbours have been on a current affair? You've got the vibe of someone who's your neighbours hosed a cameraman or It's extraordinary. I I've had that many neighbours. They keep they come and then they move in and then we do something on a current affair over the fence, what have you. They're always complaining about something and then they move out. 
I watch the, I watch the story back sometimes. It's almost like they think that I'm the bloody problem. I don't know what's wrong with them. Oh, you know, must be cat people. Like, oh, the dogs are back and the dogs are back. And what do you want them to bloody do? They're communicating. That's what I said before. Interpersonal relationships. Yeah. I understand it in humans and in dogs. So you got to let the neighbour have 121 puppies. It's, like it's Australia, mate. Yeah, it's not a nanny exactly. state. Yeah. That's exactly right. Here's the thing. We are not on the small sort of small bit of landing. We've got quite a decent amount of land. Jared's got his 17 tireless car. He sometimes that's a that's a playground for a puppy. They're living their absolute best life out here. Um and so uh, I don't think there's any problem with what's going on here. We've got no grass left, they've dug it all up. I'm gonna lock in ten. <laughs> ten. Okay. Lock in. <laughs> 10. I mean, they were recently bought by CBS, but we'll lock in 10 anyway. Qu- question number 10. Folate is which B vitamin? Folate is which B vitamin? Do you take your vitamins, Thomas? Have you got them all lined up? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday in the box there. <laughs> yes, listen, I, I, I don't take vitamins. Uh, I don't look after myself. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not well. I'm not well <laughs> since I got let go from Channel 10. I'm hardly holding it together. No, yeah, we've... And I've no idea about this folate thing. Okay. Uh, so, no idea from Thomas there. Do you, you... I imagine you'd take all sorts of vitamins, Elise. Protein powders and such? Yeah, ma'am, on the protein powders, on the way protein powders. Um, I'll, got, I'll give them to the dogs as well. They, they Fuck yeah. thrive on the whey protein, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In this scenario, though, I do believe that folate is niacin. That's what that. What's what that is? Is which sorry? Is it B, it's niacin. 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 Folate niacin. That B B niacin. B folate niacin. You're right, Elise. Niacin. I had a niacin. I had was it? Niacin. I think Kieran's having trouble. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, okay. It's nice. Awesome. Oh, we had a. You run out of names with dogs, you know. When you get a letter, letter oh, no. of eleven puppies every other <laughs> week, you run out of names with dogs, and so you know we did one, 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 one letter we had. We, you know, we gave them all the the vitamin, the vitamin names. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> just A and B and B B seven and B twelve. Chewable. Yeah. Omega three, omega nine. That was hard. They were very similar puppies. Okay. Well, just before we get to the answers, you got a question for this final uh, or an answer for this final question, Nick. What do you reckon? Folate is which B vitamin? Well, I think the only B, the only number I've heard next to the B vitamin is twelve. So right. I'm going to lock in B twelve. B twelve. Let's get to answers. How do we reckon we did, Thomas Oakley? Listen, it's never about the result, but often about the what you do and you put them up. And... Great, Elise. I'm, what do you reckon? How I'm do you reckon? I'm so we sorry, went? Kyron. I have to go. You've got to go. I've got to go, Kyron. I can't you, keep doing this. You, you don't, you don't, you can't stick around for the answers. You have to leave. No, I have to go. Goodbye, Kyron. I think we've just lost Thomas Oakley there. Um, Elise, how do you how do you think we went? Well, I've been trying to get a Alaskan Malamute and a Staffy to root this whole time. So during I'm this during this quiz, to, yeah, absolutely during this quiz. That makes sense now. 
Breeding never stops. Breeding never stops. Um, they really don't seem to like each other, these two. So yeah. I don't know how we're going to go here, but I don't know how we've gone in the quiz either because, to be honest, I've not brought my eye game. Um, I've, I've, I've just been trying to root these dogs <laughs> with each other. Good. Good clarification there. Uh, I'm not rooting them. No. Christ, don't get the RSPCA right up your ass like that again. <laughs> that was one of what the today, tonight again. was bloody all about one time. These bloody neighbours trying to root a dog. I never rooted a dog. Yeah. I rooted one of the bulldogs. Right. And I rooted Steve Menzies once when the Sea Eagles played the bulldogs and he was, he was and I rooted Steve Menzies. That's how I got his fault. Great. Uh, Nick, are you Reading never about- stops. Yeah. Should be a T-shirt. You should have merch. Hashtag never not breeding. I don't know if dog breeders do merch, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got I got little ones. I got little T-shirts for the doggies. Oh, that's cute. That's yeah. nice. Are you optimistic, Nick, about your results here? Well, I think I've done okay. Maybe a third, right? Maybe a third. Hoping which, for three, which isn't great. Which isn't great. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. All right, let's have a crack. Question number one: The Norse goddess Freya travelled in a chariot pulled by what? You said huskies. The There's answer no was way. cats. Oh, the answer was cats. Fucking hell! I'm glad we didn't get that, Elise. Oh, that's fucking bullshit. That's oh, that's why I hate the Norse Norse gods. Yeah. Oh, I hate them. Yeah. Question number two: Pick uh, up your fucking hammer. <laughs> Who did the All Blacks defeat to finish third in the 2019 Rugby World Cup? You said France. The answer was Wales. Oh, oh shit. That's right. Wales. They were the, yeah. Question number three. Who, was set to, who is set to play Catwoman in the upcoming film The Batman? Thomas Oakley, who's uh, no longer with us, yeah. um, had the inspiration to say Zoe Kravitz, and he was correct. It's Zoe Kravitz. Oh, so, Zoe bloody Kravitz. Thank you to uh, Thomas, who I believe has headed off to another podcast. Because <laughs> that's what comedy is these days. Another feature-length wine and another <laughs> podcast. Question number four. Erdogan was the president of which country? You said Turkey, and the answer is Turkey. Beautiful. The square root of 121 is indeed 11. Basant Panchami is a Hindu festival celebrating the onset of which season? You said spring. The answer is spring. Yes. Four in a row. Look at this. On a roll now. What is the name of Dora the Explorer's monkey companion? The answer is boots, and you said boots. Oh, thanks, Elise. Very good. Yo-Yo Ma is a virtuoso of which instrument? I said violin. Thomas Oakley suggested cello, but you said violin. The answer is cello. Oh, no. (laughs) Why did I say violin? Who's the violinist? James Warburton is the chief executive of which media company? You said Channel 10, but it's Seven West Media. And folate is which B vitamin? You said B12. The answer is B9. Oh. Nine. Still five out of ten. Fifty percent. Not bad. Fifty percent. You'd have to be happy with fifty percent. I will take that. A quiz that tricky. You know, if I get if I get any crossbreeds and they're fifty fifty percent staffy, but then fifty percent, you know, sort of Labrador or you know a, a dog Bador Bado or one of them ones, yeah. I yeah. can charge double. Yeah. So fifty's all right. Eh? That's your base yeah. mix, isn't it? for your breeds, it seems, is Staffy. Like you start with Staffy and then build your creation from that. Staffy is like the pasta in a mix, yeah. you know? Yes. You can pour on your, your bechamel sauce, your fucking Alfredo sauce, your bolognese. But the pasta's the backbone of the whole fucking operation. That's what a Staffy is. <laughs> well, five out of ten puts you fourth on the ladder. Oh. Uh, and a huge step up from Daniel Connell's effort of three last week. Oof. Um, so congratulations there. <laughs> um, 
Elise Sanderson, uh, do you f- yep. uh, are you into comedy at all? Do you follow the work of Nikki Britton, perchance? She's the ones always talking about a vagina, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's You're it. You're always yeah. talking about sex this and sex that. Cross, get your mind out of the gapper. Aren't you trying to root dogs while you're on this show? Yeah. Oh, that's dogs, though. Oh, I'm not yeah. talking about my own junk. Uh-huh. Come on. Yeah. No. Cross on the bike, have some self-respect. <laughs> Um, what about, or well, if you don't like uh, Nikki Britton, do you like uh, Auntie Donna or or Zach from Auntie Donna, perchance? Oh, yeah, he's quite handsome, actually. I, prob- I probably would have asked this of Thomas Oakley if he didn't fuck off earlier in the show. <laughs> am I suppo- how much am I supposed to like Nikki Britton? Nikki Britton's great. <laughs> I'm not self-sabotaging here, am I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki Britton's got a special out now, is that correct? On the ABC? She's got a bloody podcast on ABC, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, it's, it's weird because it's you know it's all that sort of talking about all that tawdry business and what have you, and then you sort of it sort of turns around that there's uh, quite a bit of um, <laughs> subtext of a <laughs> sort of a, a political take on gender issues that you don't see coming into a run at the very end. <laughs> Some have said genius. <laughs> I wouldn't. I think she's a fucking idiot. <laughs> Nick, people can listen to you on uh, Breakfast Radio in Brisbane, of course, but if you're not in Brisbane, I think you have a podcast yourself. Yeah, I've got a podcast with fellow comedian Luke Heggie. It's called Mid-Flight Brawl because yeah, any probably Tim features. Brad. Does Elise pop up on any episodes? Oh, Elise. Oh, that's why have you you would have been to you would have done a Bali Jetstar. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to do one now. I'm applying to to get out of the country, you know, get one of those special passes out of the country. Yeah. Cuz I've got a Bintang, you know, God, I've been breeding me tits off here, so I've got to get a bintang into me before the end of the year. That's me goal. That's why I was surprised you like monkeys so much, since I imagine a monkey would have actually <laughs> stolen your darts at Cooter Beach at one point. Yeah, while you were trying to take a photo with it. You know what I did once? This is why monkeys have a special place in my heart. Actually, yeah. I built a relationship with the monkey mm-hmm. once on Cooter Beach. It's funny you should say that. Um, and I actually got the monkey to hold the cigarette. Um, while I lit it, and and then the monkey, we shared it. He took a drag, I took a drag. It was like he'd been trained, but it's, that's what they say. That's just one of their natural instincts, mm. actually. You know, they, they care for their young and they share a dart with a stranger on the beach. It's one of the beautiful. bloody beautiful. That's why I love monkeys. I've told you that before. Sharing a mm. dart with a monkey. Well, at least we know when COVID-20 pops up. <laughs> It's not going to be a shock if people are splitting darts with Balinese monkeys. <laughs> thank you, Elise. Nick Cody, thank you very much. Cheers, guys. We'll see you next time. <laughs>